Hello, fans of Dungeons and Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a DD play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a DD 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a DD play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a DD play podcast. The Critical Role Podcast, brought to you by Geek and Sundry with special permission from Vox Machina. Welcome back. Uh, before we begin real fast, has been, I've been notified that, I guess, Twitch is having some audio sync issues. Um, recommendation has been said that you try and switch between the Flash player or the HTML5 player on Twitch. That seems to be fixing the issues for a lot of people out there. Um, so if you're having issues with that, uh, reloading or trying that switch over should fix the uh, audio sync issues if you're having any. So, without further ado... Last we picked up, Vox Machina, who had been traveling to collect the Vestiges of Divergence, artifacts from an old, ancient time, to gain enough power to combat the Chroma Conclave, a group of chromatic dragons that assailed, woof, pardon, uh, Tal'Dorei, and uh, led, led by Thordak, the, uh, the Cinder King. You know, when you get nervous, you get the burps. Uh, I feel like uh, Rob... Oh, the Jinx. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots. You, in searching these artifacts, found that one in the city of Ankarel had been taken out from under your nose by a, a long forgotten NPC named Ripley. Oh, well, uh, she wasn't forgotten. I, you know what I mean. Um, you gave chase down to the Glenshore Island um, of the, uh, the Hesped Archipelago. And upon storming the beaches, destroying her ship, you walked into the jungle where an ambush turned into folly. You charged into what appeared to be a couple of illusions as the floor detonated beneath you, setting you across, across the ground and starting an encounter with snipers in position uh, at half health and below for most of you. You gave a very, very good fight and still managed to push through. Unfortunately, Dr. Ripley, with the reveal that she has now bound herself to Orthax, the shadow demon that once plagued Percy's inspiration and nightmares, uh, bent on vengeance, managed to take him, slay him, uh, and leave him cold on the ground. Uh, as a group, you did manage to dissect Dr. Ripley uh, very aggressively and get vengeance back for your friend. Uh, but where we left off, you just let the adrenaline and the shock of the moment hits you as uh, Ripley's breath expends and a tiny tree begins to try and break and grow from her corpse on this parched land. So, what do you want to do? (laughs) (laughs) We have no idea! Oh no! Uh, yeah. Um, Wait, did she originally take Percy's gun? Was that what she was using? I don't think so. She, she no, made another designs. one. She threw. Okay. 
Percy's gun into the Should pool we collect of her gun now? We we're should all collect. extremely emotional, but we need to move quickly if yeah, we're going to do anything. Fast. We need we to should collect all the guns. Collect her guns. We need her other hand. Oh. And we need the vestiges off of her fucking body. Well, let's collect those. Quickly. Grog. Yes. You do the honors of taking her other hand. I would love to use my teeth for that. No, I'll use the X. <laughs> All right. Swack with a heavy thud sound. Uh, her hand is jettisoned from the wrist, her left hand as it scatters across the uh, the broken glass floor of the center of the jungle here in Glint Shore. This one, right? There's only one. Oh. So, yes. Okay. That's the one. Bag of colding. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Kynan is still kind of standing there, kind of the adrenaline wearing off of him, and he's at a good 15, 20 foot distance from all of you, just standing. I forgot. Are we killing him? Hold on a second. I walk over. Do you have the blade? Uh, um, and he kind of looks down, and he seems to have dropped it after everything that transpired. And he picks it up and just kind of holds it. I've come a long way for that. Take it. And he kind of throws it to your feet. It spins and scatters and comes to a halt at the tip of your boot. Wait here a moment, please. I bend down, I take the knife, and I walk it over to Keyleth and put it in her hands. And I walk back to him. How? I, I didn't mean for any of this to happen. How? There are uh, people behind me who want you dead, and I cannot blame them. How? I I wouldn't blame them either. Look, after we met, I, w- I was hurt. I was angry. I knew I could be someone. Despite what you told me, and I, I, I could prove it, prove that I was worth your attention. And I left him on in my home to seek that destiny, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure many of you did the same. Do you know what shape Iman is in right now? And this is what you choose to do with your time? You don't know what I've been through. What has that man done to you? What has she done to you? What have any of them except for me done to you? And what have I done except be an asshole? Look, when she picked me up in Kaimal, she taught me a lot. I learned a lot. She also told me that you weren't who I thought you were. When everything went down in Iman with the dragons, I mean, she said you did that. Summon the dragons. You were responsible for it. She had me listen in to a conversation where you admitted that it was your fault. To make an insight check? Go for it. No. He seems emotionally on the brim of, of a, a complete nervous breakdown, but he's holding his ground. His hands are shaking in place as he stands, staring at you with the look of, of a man on the precipice. I don't know. What am I to do with you? We'll deal with him later. I ought to cut the heart from your ribs. I ought to cut out my own. 
Is there anyone else here now? Is that it? No, I, I mean, we went back to the cavern to set up, but you got here too quickly, and so we had to. How long have you been here? Plan. Only a few hours. A few hours? Was all it took for that? Are there more of you? We have a few people on this ship. Okay. More. Listen to me. I don't know what's going to happen in the next 24 hours for you. But the best thing you can do right now is help us. When anyone asks you to do something, you do it. I would ask for a chance to redeem myself, but I'm also beginning to understand what I've done. I, I accept whatever... Whatever judgment you see fit, just just know that... Just know that I've been very confused. Look at me. Kynan, look at me. You help right now. Put all that out of your mind. Right now you help. Can you do that? Just do whatever we ask. I don't want me to tell you. I, I, I know a little bit. Anything. Just let me know. We're going to table this. Just be Johnny on the spot right now, all right? Grog. Hmm. Can you pick him up? Percy. Yeah. Where am I taking him? I have nothing left. I have no way to get us out of here quickly right now. Can I ask, is Orthax still here? That's who that was, right? Yes. Orthax could have his soul for all we know. Do we sense him as Orthax around? Can you sense evil? Yeah, I could, yes. Okay, so you're, you, you sense, uh, as part of your, was it your paladin ability? Yeah. Uh, the divine sense, I believe yeah. it was, right? Yep. Something on there, right? 60 feet, demons, uh, celestials, devils. All right, so yeah, as, as you guys are kind of going through these things, you do sense there is a, a pulse of fiendish energy emanating from somewhere near Ripley's body. Near Ripley's body? How do we destroy him? I think we can. He's just a shadow, isn't he? We have to go to him. I was going to ask, like, the question of could he help us with Percy? Hey, More facts? Yeah. I mean, honestly, right now, I think... <laughs> it sounds crazy that I'm saying this, but we have mutual interests with him. It might not be the worst idea. Who's inspecting Ripley's body? I will, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, a few things you find as you rummage through. You find about 1,051 gold pieces. Um, and two weeks of rations, some of which appear to have been dampened and brought soon. Uh, you do find the cloak. Uh, the dagger that kind of you still lays to the ground. No, it was handed to you, so you have it right now. Yeah. Um, there is what appears to be a small, polished gray stone with uh, a couple of runic symbols carved into it. Um, you also find what appears to be a small leather case, like a, a long, thin case about that long, that is latched up. And her gun, which is similar to 
Percy's pepper box, but thinner, longer, more refined. It's a, a deep gunmetal gray uh, color with uh, brass sections and what appear to be portions of white stone built into it. Um, as she pulls the gun out, you immediately know that's the direct source of the fiendish energy. Kev, put that down, please. Put it, put it on the ground. It's in the gun? It's in the gun. Just like last time. <clears throat> so we drop it in acid again. Well, that didn't kill it, did it? Oh. Just got it out of the gun. What if he has Percy? No. Well, let's try and get him back first before we get upset about it. Yes, yes. How do we get him to Whitestone? Yeah, how do we move? Um, we have an airship. That's too, be too slow. Maybe it can take us somewhere with a tree. Oh, somewhere with a tree. I need to rest. How long? I need to sleep. This tree is stunted that's coming out of Ripley's body. Yeah, it's this it's a slow growing tree. It's only about six feet tall. It wouldn't be large enough to to use her spell through it. This is the remnants of, of yeah. the Fenthrus death. Uh, there are a few large jungle trees, like I mentioned before, that have managed to find root and grow oh. in this jungle. Oh. It's maybe like one healthy living tree for every fifty that are burnt, charred, and petrified. So, I mean, there are trees available in this jungle that in theory could be used for that spell if you had it available to you. I don't remember. Do we have a way to call Pike? We have the stone. Wait, does that send one of us back to her? Potentially. Just I can... one living soul holding a dead soul? Or could we yeah, bring her to us? I, I can... could try and scry her. Let me see. I could try putting Percy in the necklace and... Going through. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Wait. But he d- no, what if, what if you can't get him back out? I don't know. <clears throat> Living and willing, right? I mean, yes. We don't want him to get stuck. Is that correct? <laughs> but he's an... Om- I mean... <laughs> No, no disrespect. He's an object right now. So if one of us used the stone holding him, it would be carrying him. I don't be carrying him not. like a sword. Yes. It would go through. He'd go through. Make an intelligence check. Okay. Do good. With plus two because of your track of all trades. Oh. Just add okay. your intelligence modifier plus two. Okay. Sixteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. That might not work for most spells. <laughs> Shame intelligence. <laughs> still considered a creature. She's a dead creature. Okay, so so we we, we rest. We need to, and then we go to Whitestone in the morning. Can you do the mansion scan? Then are you tapped yeah, out? Uh, I could, I could, but I can't believe that there's nothing we can yes, do. Yes, right I could, now. but I, I mean. We yes. can stay here. Technically, I can. I still bring Trinket out of the 
out of the necklace and I cast Cure Wounds on him. Too. Okay, yeah. As Trinket emerges from the necklace, uh, his unconscious form hits the ground, is kind of laying on the side as you walk up and place your hand. And still breathing. Um, and the warm touch kind of presses across his fur and the breathing kind of inflates into one deep breath and then you <laughs> leans up and the hedge kind of curls over and begins licking your hand as you finish the casting of the spell. Go ahead and roll uh, hit points for Trinket. I'm also going to give him a butt scratch and do uh, lay on hands and give him an, another five hit points. Oh, that's it. Um, nine <laughs> whole points. Plus five. Plus five. Plus five. Um, we also do notice Vex um, on the gun. Uh, it has across the handle, the bottom of the handle, the name of the weapon, which is named Animus. Animus? And across the barrels, you now see there are three empty barrels and three that still have names. Can I read the names? The names are Richter Wells, Osgrood, and King Bertrand Dwendal. Oh my god. Oz... Richter... Richter Wells. Richter. Richter. Osgrood and King Bertrand Dwendal. Apparently all people that Ripley in some way, shape, or form felt vengeful towards. Wow. Uh, I'm going to walk over and pick up the false arm that I hacked off. Mm-hmm. You put this in the bag. Which one? Oh, this regular bag. Yep. Big old arm, yeah. Oh, uh, can I can I look at the can I see the little, little stone with the runes on it? Why don't we ask Kynan what it is? Maybe he's seen her use it. Kynan, what is this? That that's what she used to listen in on you guys. Uh, hang on, wait. Let me see it. Does it look like the other scrying stone that we have? Uh, no, it's a, it's a very different enchantment. But this one looks a little simpler, and upon looking at it, there's no magic left in it. Um, you did disenchant That's the true. other oh, side right. of the, the enchantment of the our gun. old gun. Right. What about the little, about the little latch box right. that's closed? This is the other half of that enchantment. Yeah, open that little box. I open the latch box. So she opens the latch box. Yeah. I uh, open the latch box. You open the latch box. Rip everything all, out of my hands. All, go for it. Simultaneously <laughs> tear it open. Yeah. Um, okay, as you open the cap on the edge of this leather casing, Pull it open. You see, uh, it's it's essentially a, a, a side scroll case. On the inside, there is a single, tightly wound piece of parchment. The smell immediately is very musty and old, with a hint of kind of burnt wood. Um, and uh, yeah, there's there's some there's some sort of parchment that is tightly coiled in there. Can we take it out and take a look? Read that. Have you seen him messing with that kind of? Um, that was something we found in the cave when we got here. But she quickly grabbed it and put it away and wouldn't tell us what it was. What is this cave? I, I, I only got to the outside of it. I was standing guard. So you far? haven't been inside? No. How far off? Um, maybe a couple miles. It's at the base of the mountain. I don't know. It might be. What if that was her escape route? What if there's a way out? Yeah, it could be. It's possible. I'll open it and look it over. Okay, make an encounter check. 
Hand me back up. Be careful, Scanlan. Not good. Do I add jack of all trades? Yeah, add your thing plus now. Two to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sixteen. We, we add all ability checks and, and uh, skills that you're not proficient. In. I am proficient. Yes, yeah, so you're not. So Fourteen. Fourteen. That's fine. That's not enough. Um, yes, it is a scroll of gate. <gasps> a gate. Uh, Good thing. Oh, we just got our ticket out of here. The scroll allows an arcane caster to use an action to cast the ninth level spell, Gate. Do we have an arcane caster? Is that you? Scanlan? Okay. Do I an arcane okay. caster? Do you want an arcane caster? <laughs> <laughs> consider, this is an extremely powerful spell that has a lot of various uses. So consider, just, just so you know what it's capable of, I'm going to read you some of the spell here. Since also, I might not be able to do it because it says level nine. If the spell is higher than the level the caster can use, they must make a spell casting ability check to yeah, succeed. Yeah, you'd have to try and Okay, just cut off your foot. It's yeah. like, you know, a tithe. Uh, so, Gate, just so you know, you conjure a portal linking an unoccupied space you can see within range to a precise location on a different or the same plane of existence. The portal is a circular opening, which can make 5 or 20 feet diameter. It lasts for up to a minute. Uh, the portal has a front and back on each plane where it appears. So it would be between planes, essentially. Uh, I would say you, if you wanted to use it as just a teleportation circle, you could, but it's a waste of a ninth level spell. Um, unless but it's a waste of a ninth level spell? Comparatively to what like she can do with the tree stride and other things yeah, like that, wanna, you could totally use it. save it. it. Um, it deities and other planar rulers can prevent portals created by this from opening in their presence. When you cast the spell, you can speak the name of a specific creature, like a pseudonym, title, or nickname doesn't work. Specific name of the creature. Uh, the creature is on another, a plane other than when you're on. The portal opens and pulls them through to you. Oh shit! Oh, That's shit. So it has a lot of various uses. We could to bring it. the Rakshasa through. We could. Yeah, we could. Or, or if we knew to it's a dragon. dragon. We stole it. You can bring a lot of things through on that instantly. Or That's pretty. So for, for better or for worse. Deities could cancel it. Orthax. Orthax. Uh, so. So that is how it's different. Than Who knows but anything we about go, these? We could use this to go save our friend too. No. What do we? What do we know about these healing no. spells? I mean, yeah, not worth it. <laughs> what healing spells? Well, what we, what we need to do. What we need to do to Percy. How how long do we have to get him to someone? I have a feeling the longer we wait, the harder it will be. And we rest now. Yeah. Hard choices, and we have to help ourselves if we plan I mean, to like, help him. Like you said, this, the gate spell could theoretically bring Orthax back if we might need to. Who knows? Or it could bring a healer to us right now. I say save it and rest. It's my vote. How long has Percy been dead? Uh, at this point, maybe 20, 25 minutes. Voice your opinions now. I, Do it. I don't know how death magic works. I don't either. I don't know if eight hours makes a huge difference or or if it... If it's it depends like, on what you're trying to do. I have one ability that I could use and I have to do it within ten days, but I'm not necessarily days. comfortable doing it regardless. I don't know. I, I have never done it before and I don't... The we ramifications. I'd prefer to get him to Pike. Then let's summon the mansion and do this. 
We have to collect things first. We do? We need all the guns, even the broken ones. If anyone finds any of these, they could be retrofitted or used for evil in the, per- in the future, and that's something that Percy would not want ever. I'll, I'll go get them because I'm still doing pretty dendy, and I'll absorb all the glass shardies from walking around. I need to go find our dog. He probably won't be able to be found, but he could be somewhere. And I feel like we should look in this cavern, don't you think? We could go. I'm, I'll stay with Percy. Someone has to stay. Okay. Yeah. I'll stay if with you Percy, two want to check the cavern, I'll collect all the guns from it and check the bodies of the people okay. that are down. All right. Can we have taken a short rest to heal a bit before we? You can do, do that. Anything? Half an hour to an hour. You can do that. So you guys take a short rest now to use any of your um, hit dice. Your hit dice to go ahead and heal up. And Scanlan's giving Song a rest, so you get an additional one d twelve. One d twelve to each one of you guys on top of whatever you're healing. Keyleth takes Percy's body and I, I drag him over to the table and I lay him out and I just start cleaning him and cleaning his wounds as best as I can. It is a bloody mess, but at the same time there is there is a strange look of peace in his face. Um, it both comforts and upsets you and you have a hard time kind of concentrating on the face. You just focus on as you clean him, make him look as good as you possibly can using Druidcraft and other spells at your disposal. Um, uh, your Guns and bodies. Make an make a investigation check. Nice. Oh, minus two. <laughs> uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. You find. Uh, let's see. You find 620 gold pieces total across all the bodies. Okay. Um, you find two pistols, two rifles. Um, there is also a, a long barrel bad news-like rifle that is uh, that was discarded across the battlefield by Ripley earlier in the fight. Okay. Um, it's kind of busted. There is a greatsword and a set of full plate that were on the Goliath that you battled. Full plate? Full plate, yes. Oh. You find a total of... Uh, ...185 rounds of small ammunition. Okay, for the pistols? For the pistols. And about 26 rounds of large ammunition for the rifles. Got it. 26 rounds. Um, you find a potion of superior healing... Okay. On the smashed corpse of the wizard that didn't get a chance to use it before it fell to its horrible yeah, death. Out of the sky. Superior. Those are That's good really ones. good. That's a really good one. Um, a set of bracers of defense, plus two, which I think you've encountered previously. I have. Um, so you can write that down. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's all you find on the corpses. Those bracers, bracers of defense need to be attuned. It's a plus two. They, they didn't even attune. I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. Let me double check. Pretty sure they do. Um. Yeah, and you have you have the cloak and you have uh, the dagger at your disposal as well, and the gun. If you wanted to take time to inspect them during the short rest. Okay. Okay. So while he's doing that, you guys go off to the cave. Yes. Okay. For traps the entire way there. I'm yeah. gonna ride it's- my broom there so I don't get any damage walking on the glass. Okay. Um. 
Who is Kain and staying behind with you guys? I can keep him and help. He can help me look for the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. Does he make one too? He is. Yeah. Thirty. It takes you the better part of 30 minutes or so, but the needle in the haystack was not as hard to search as you thought, and you find it wedged between two branches back in its, you know, hard onyx form, um, unscathed, seemingly, from the, the explosion. Just scratch him behind his ear. Say, sorry, maybe we'll do more next time. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys, you're going to check for traps as you go? Yeah. All right, go ahead and roll an investigation check. 18. Making your way through, uh, there don't appear to be any traps in your way, and as you wind through the path, and there is a walked path following the tracks of the, uh, the people who had set up the ambush for you, and heading towards the mountain where Kynan had pointed earlier, you do eventually, and also watching your sister above, and you can see the entrance to this. There is a, a large uh, kind of volcanic mouth cavern at the bottom of the mountain before it meets the edge of the jungle. Um, you get to it, and it's about 40 feet by 20 feet initially, and it quickly funnels down. Um, all the rock in here, uh, by the way, is um, very dark, broken, porous volcanic texture. Um, it looks like this mountain at one point in time may have been volcanically active, or at least may still be, and there isn't a sign of any recent activity. There's no smoke. There is a heavy sulfurous smell um, as you get close and actually begin to enter the front of the cave. Um, do you guys continue forward into the cavern? Is it dark in there, or <laughs> yeah? There's no light. There's no light. And you guys can still see up to a certain distance, okay, without light. So, could I? I'll check for traps again. I'll pull out the flame tongue dagger to get a little more light. A little bit of that torch light from the. I put tongue. a. Li- I set fire to the tip of an arrow and shoot it using oracle shot into the cave. Okay. So go ahead and make your investigation check. One. Okay. Ooh. As you, instead, are distracted by the flaming side of the arrow, her lobbing it, and suddenly her eyes just glazing over white. Um, it catches you off guard the first time really seeing this happen, and so you aren't even paying attention to the rest of the cavern. Um, you, all of a sudden, are having an immediate first-person view of the very front of the arrow tip just coasting through darkness. The fire itself kind of crackling around you like you're wreathed in flame. Uh, you can hear the the flame licking past your ears almost as you pass through the wind of this this still tunnel air. Eventually, coming down, you can see the tunnel condenses and then turns sharply right, and you scatter against the rock, fall to the side. We'll see where it lands, actually. Okay. You uh, hit the ground, and ahead you can see a little light that the tunnel splits into two, um, but there is a what looks to be there's detail to the walls that doesn't look natural. Like, there is some idea of, of construction here. There, there is structure. There's some, someone has refined elements of the interior of this tunnel. Um, that's the best you can make out with just the arrow's placement. You all right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, it's a fucking tunnel. <laughs> there's, there's maybe something in there. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what purpose it serves. <laughs> So sorry. Is 
I walk in. Okay. As you guys continue following the path that the arrow did, the tunnel kind of winds back and forth a bit. It pinches and then curves uh, quickly to the right and where you find the arrow kind of still lying there. Stealth, please. Um, roll stealth check. Can I check for anything that looks out of place? Any danger or anything? Traps, if you will. Make, make an investigation check while you're stealthy. 25. Terrible investigation. Um, 11. Seems sick. It seems so safe. Um, are you stealthing as well? Sure. We'll stealth. 20. Okay. The two of you pushing forward, the cavern divides to the right and left eventually. Uh, to the right is what you got the glimpse at. To the left, it just continues the same kind of you know, porous rock, and it, it, it's like a volcanic tube that has just general erosion built up a floor that's you know a little less wide compared to the walls, which are kind of spherical in shape. So on the right, it's more natural. Or cylindrical. On the left, it's, it's more... Altered. Uh, other way. Other way. So, so one uh, is natural, one is yeah. touched. Uh, to the right, uh, where the tunnel curves off, you can see what appear to be smooth over walls where it's been just either ground down. They're not perfectly flat, but there has been some effort putting and making it more of a, a smooth wall structure. Um, that same kind of burnt sulfur smell is, is stronger the deeper into the mountain you go, um, but not to the point where it's forcing you to cough. But it is kind of you do feel a little bit of burning in the lungs just from proximity. Are there tracks at all in the cave? Uh, there are a few footfalls that you see going through the, the dust very hastily. They're a jogging paced footfalls. Um, and even just from some of the tracking you've done previously in the day, uh, some of these footfalls are of the people that you encountered earlier, including Ripley. I feel like they've already been in here and she she took what she found. Let's be sure. I'll take point. I start walking down the altered. Okay. Following the path that we see her footsteps in. Okay. And carefully stepping forward for the next 10 minutes or so, uh, it goes from a slightly curved and uh, bunched rock formation into a singular long tunnel that has been pushed into the mountain itself. Um, And it abruptly comes to an end. In here, the soft kind of uh, ashy dust that once formed the floor has been given way to crunching of thousands and thousands of tiny bone shards. And you see before you what appears to be a cluster of hundreds of skulls that are built up into one altar-like platform. Um, everything here is burnt. And there are many uh, elements of this look like a large, fiery uh, event transpired in here that destroyed much of what once was a more structured interior. And this altar, while it remains in place, it looks like it suffered severe damage at some point in the past. The skulls and rocks that are there, most of them are broken, cracked, and thrown against the walls. Um, Does this look old? This looks very old. It looks like this place hasn't been touched in a very long time. Anything that looks like a teleportation circle or anything? Investigation check. Natural one. Uh, I got a eighteen. No, I got a. I got a. It's just gonna get filled up. Twenty. You don't find anything that resembles a teleportation circle. What you do find is in the in the altar. uh, It appears that there um, was a compartment that has since been opened up that is left uh, uh, vacuous and empty. Um, It appears to have been recently disturbed. This is what Ripley took. This is where she found the scroll. And once you get looking at the the 
the little bit of, of ashy soot that was on the outside of the scroll, you do get the sense that that was probably what was taken from this altar. Do we even waste our time with the other passage, or do we go back? Let's go back. Eventually, you guys make your way back to the rest of the camp. You've cleaned up Percy to the best of your ability. Um, you've gathered all the materials from all the other corpses around the battlefield. You and kind of return with your onyx dog. What are you going to do? Sleep? I'm super restful, just the most restful sleep. Yeah, it's going to be a great night. Hang out, tell stories about Percy, <sighs> cry a bunch. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. All right. What time is it? How long have we been awake? Should we let the airship know so they don't just keep hovering? <sighs> yes, I'll I'll fly over to them. We have flares. Yeah, but they might not understand what it means. I'll just fly over to them and then tell them what they can go. But we don't. I get. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything we need from them or any? They can bring the arm back. To Ankarel. Weren't we supposed to bring her arm back to Ankarel? Yeah, but there wasn't a time limit on that. We can nail do it. it. We'll just hold on to it for now. Okay. Yeah. So I'll fly up to the airship. Okay. And it, it's it's a little way south of the uh, island, but it was at the ready, and you know all of its various uh, arbalist setups are still ready for war. They're basically just waiting for your guys' signal to come and attack. Um, as you come to the uh, the edge, you see Captain Damon immediately rush up. Goes like. We we saw some sort of explosion on the island. Is it everyone all right? Immediately, his expression drops, and he kind of steps onto the back of his heels and drops his hands in front of him in a very business type setup. I'm I'm sorry. Um, we're going to find another way back home. You can take the airship back to Ankrel if you want. Where are you going? Somewhere with. Clerics, I don't know. I don't know. Very good. Um, I guess if if you need me and my crew, come find Miss Nocrell. Of course. Thank you. Safe travels. Crew. And you start shouting out to the rest of one on the deck. As you kind of coast off, you hear him shouting in a distance over the wind. We're going home. Whatever that is these days. You hear the flare of the various magical crystals kind of being... The vibration increase. They glow a brighter blue as the ship turns around. And oh, it's shit. I go back. <laughs> <laughs> do you leave your purse? Yeah. Oh, no, but I do. I go back up and I, I say to Captain Damon... Uh, are you willing to join a fight? Explain. <laughs> Those dragons destroyed our home. We could use an airship in the fight against them. Uh, we're outfitted to take down relatively dangerous prey, but no Wouldn't we be fighting alone? 
I mean no offense here, and and the uh, the honorable goal is is fantastic, but I also have a crew. Of course, there's a lot of gold there, a lot of riches. Exception. All right, persuasion roll. I've been rolling so well tonight, so this is the one. Twenty. We'll let the details later, but I'm happy to help. Commencing them takes some coin, but um, where would you like us to go? Should I? Yeah. We're not there. Ah. Uh, do you know where Whitestone is? I've not been there, but I can figure it out. It's in the mountains. Uh, it kind of looks over and. Uh, you can see uh, Tira, who is the you know, halfling, the rotted, rotted teeth, comes up and goes, I, I know uh, that's by the Alabaster Sierras. I, I can get us there. I'm trusting you with that location. Right. Right. She bows her head and backs away, uncomfortable with the tension of the situation. She goes, We'll meet you in Weston. Thank you. Safe travels. You as well. The ship continues making its way southward, turning around slowly to start turning more northeast direction. You guys watch as you see the ship go overhead uh, from the island and heading in the opposite direction of Ancarel. And eventually, uh, Vex makes her way back to the location on the island. How'd it go with Damon? We're getting married. It's wonderful. I knew it. I knew it. They're heading to Whitestone. Aren't we Is it bad to tell I'm... anybody about I Whitestone? Know, I know. I know. Like some blood pact. Don't ever say the word Whitestone. We did. Also, isn't it invisible? It is. Great. All right. Well, maybe they'll find it anyway. <laughs> Shall we? Yeah, do the thing, scan man. Sure, sure, sure. I'll house it up. Okay. As you uh, go ahead and summon the Scanlan's magnificent mansion, uh, you all come to a familiar space, uh, spectral servants waiting to wait on you, uh, but the somber atmosphere still remains. Um, you find your way to your respective rooms, and if there's anything you'd like to do before the evening's rest, Now's the time to speak up. Hey, just an idea. Everybody remembers when they were kids putting blankets out in the living room and sleeping. I don't really want to go back to my room. You want to camp out in the den together? We can make a blanket for it. <laughs> sounds good. Uh... <laughs> Didn't you ever have blanket forts, Grog? I didn't have blankets. <laughs> We'll show you how it's done. But Where do we put Percival? Well. With us? Yeah. We're still a team. That's a little weird, you guys. <laughs> well, we're not going to let him sleep alone. We'll put him on a table. Just put him on the table. And we'll all sleep around him on the floor. <laughs> this It'll is be super, super weird. weird. 
I'll reach into the bag of holding and I take out one of the ten expensive-ass bottles of wine. I take out two of them. I decork two. I end one to Vex and one to Keyleth. I say, it'll be a hard night, but you both have to sleep. Drink this. And we will attempt to remedy this when we wake. The best thing you can do for your friend now is to sleep. So do that. Save your tears for later. Keyleth also... Pulls of X. (laughs) (laughs) And I um, take out the dagger and I hand it to Vex. To Vex. I'm sorry. No, thank you. You said said it's mine. It's mine. (laughs) Is it a dagger? I, I take one of the blankets and I cover up Percy. Put him currently to rest on the ground. Uh, Kynan is still kind of by the door. Come here. Come here. Um, two things. One, there's uh, blue people all over the place in here. Don't pay them any mind. Yeah. And stay in the room, but we give us a little bit of space. Of course, of course, I. Of course. Work it out. Have faith. Go back to the group. And we sleep. I druid craft little fireflies above us. Make it all pretty to sleep too. You guys take an evening's rest within the mansion. You recover half of your hit die that you've, you know, like whatever your maximum hit die is, you recover half of that the evening's rest. Um, your full hit points and your spells are returned to you. What? Yeah. We're normal again. Thank you. Well, that's debatable. Or pretty much level 15, so you would have, you would get back eight of your hit dice that you spent. Morning comes. What's the plan? Well, we're recovered. How'd you guys sleep? Everyone sleep okay? Not great. Hmm. Can we chase strike, Keyleth? Can we go? Yes. Let's go. As you guys make your way to the front door, you see Kynan is kind of leaning against uh, the wall of the front, against his knees, kind of pushed to his chest, and he hasn't slept. There's big bags under his eyes, uh, just just staring at the floor. Kynan, is it? Do me a favor. Sulk around this group a little bit later, otherwise I might kill you right now. So fall in line. And pick your chin up. It's not reacting. I'll give him some water. He acknowledges as you place it down, he doesn't drink any of it. 
Axe. Get up. We're leaving. Are we bringing him with us? Yes. Yes. He stands up slowly and kind of just follows you like a ghost right now. Um, what's the plan? Gotta find a tree. Good tree. Found a tree. Sun tree. Found a tree. And we're, where are we going? Whitestone. Whitestone. Okay. Closest, biggest, fattest tree. Okay. Uh, it doesn't take you long. Uh, you've seen a few that'll work in your initial travel into the jungle here. You find one thick jungle tree that's probably uh, 35 feet up, slightly curving at the top. Uh, one of the few living uh, trees in this forest. And it, it's a nice, wide, solid trunk, so it's perfect for you to do this. Um, as you all gather around, making sure you have everything you need, Keyleth, you reach out, touch, and mark the space where the doorway is to open. As you finish the casting of your spell, the the uh, bark of this kind of striated palm tree type structure falls away into the entrance. On the other side, you can see that brief kind of hazy glimmer of a cloud-covered day of white stone. You all quickly rush through one after another. Portal closes behind as you all stand now leaping outside of the sun tree in the center of the main town square in white stone. Um, it is uh, getting close to... In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Thank you so much to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Nothing ruins my day faster than my allergies flaring up. My face gets preposterously red, my sinuses feel clogged, it feels like I'm walking around with a cartoon storm cloud over my head, which as you may be able to tell from the phlegmatic timbre of my voice is happening to me right now. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for several years. It's been an absolute game changer because I can now go hang out with my friends who have cats without my face swelling up like a giant balloon. And that's great news because I really wanted to pet their cats and now I can. So ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. It's just now the sun is setting. It's uh, it's later in the afternoon, evening. Um, yeah. Do we see anyone around? We get Pike. We go to Pike. Pike, yeah. Pike immediately. Yes. All right. There still is that faint shimmer on the sky above you. I have uh, Percy over my 
shoulders. Your shoulders. Um, as you guys arrive, uh, a number of people what? who live in Whitestone. Like around your neck, like that? Not like Yoda or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, fireman carry. Okay. Uh, as as you guys begin walking uh, away from from the sun tree, you can see a bunch of of townsfolk and some guards begin to walk up to greet you, and uh, like you've returned. I was, uh, immediately the energy is felt, and everyone kind of steps away and gives you space. I still begin to see the uh, limp body of Percival um, being held over Grog's shoulder. Someone should get Cassandra immediately. Tell them we're coming. Right. To prepare quarters. Right, right, right away. Um, and the guard rushes off um, up towards the Castle Whitestone. Um, you guys walking towards the Castle Whitestone as well? That's where, where Pike is, right? The, the temple is. Are she building a temple? Here? There is a temple being built here. Yes. In the castle, or? Uh, no, the temple would be within the city itself. And that's where she was last. Last seen? you saw her. Yeah. Can we try there. the earrings? Does Pike have her earrings? Yeah, she's Pike? got her earrings, right? Pike, can you hear us? Pike, you who have been suffering a very sleepless night, um, feeling some amorphous heartbreak that you haven't been able to define yet that has prevented you from closing eyes without spells of sudden anxiety and sadness, hear the voice come peeking through and the immediacy of Vex's tone is both comforting and immediately confirming terrible fright that you've had lingering at the back of your mind. Vex? Where are you, darling? I'm in the temple. Where are you? No, something's wrong. We're we're coming to find you. Okay. It's a ceremony symbol. You guys beeline there. And the temple is still under construction, and construction's been slow due to the 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 scenario that currently exists on Taldore, many folks since that are putting a lot of energy toward uh, defenses and you know training in case anything bad happens in Whitestone. Uh, there are a few uh, worshippers that have converted to Serenray and are helping, but Pike is still the central place of what is a basic stone structure that is slowly being outfitted. As you approach, um, it's 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 pretty pretty much a hovel, um, but is making its way. But as you approach, you can see the front door. Uh, open and there, uh, Pike's form long, kind of silver and uh, gold-colored evening wear. Just her hair kind of tousled around her face. The little bit of wind that's blowing through causing it to kind of tumble against one chin. She looks out to the rest of you with sadness across her eyes. I knew something was wrong. Where is he? We bring him inside. You all make your way into this room, and there are two other people that, have, that are kind of helping around. They're general townsfolk. They're not heavy into uh, any specific use aside from cleaning and, and helping construct. Um, but they go ahead and they bring a large cable out, and you guys set Percy on top of it. Mike, can you do something? Can you help him? I, I'm going to try. We're here with you, Pike. Whatever we can do to help. We just okay. knew we couldn't do this without you. Um. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast resurrection on. Resurrection. What does that do? It just brings him back. Does resurrection just bring him back? 
Uh, yeah, there are there are two spells at your disposal. There is resurrection, uh, which is a seventh level spell. Um, it, ha- it costs a diamond worth a thousand gold, which its spell consumes. I have uh, Or there is raise dead, which is a fifth level spell, um, which consumes a, a, a diamond worth five hundred gold pieces. Um, but the target has to be dead no longer than ten days. Okay, so we could do that. What does could, resurrection do? Any, is there, is there any, there same thing, but the person could be, have been dead for up to a century. Is there a better chance with resurrection? It doesn't change the... I, I, I would say, being a 7th level spell, I would give a a very faint modifier, depending. I don't know, Vex, we could save 500 gold. I'd bring out the best <laughs> diamond I have. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's a... Uh, I got a whole bag... A 40-pound bag of gems. You do. Oh, what did you what say, that, Ash? With Rain's Dead, is there... Uh, what is my question? How whole does he come back? Whole. With both spells, he comes back whole. If it works. Well, we could save a little money. <laughs> no, Pike. No. No. Oh, oh, how grief does strange things to people. <laughs> or we could buy him a, 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 a better tombstone if we had the extra oh, money. That's <laughs> oh, God. His glasses are broken. We could fix his glasses. Yeah. <sighs> All right. This is, this is Percival Frederickstein von Musel Kowalski Drolo the Third. He needs a large ass diamond. Yeah. Pull out the biggest one you have. I've got a thousand dollar diamond. It's actually listed in my items. A thousand gold diamond. All right. Let's do it. He's a Drolo. He deserves the best. <laughs> okay. Pike, you begin to set the stage for the ritual. You begin to pull out uh, the the sage. You begin to. To this, this this temple, as simple as it is, but simple as the nature of Serenry, one who does not have much worshipping influence in this world, and you know that she requires just enough, and the faith is stronger than the presentation. But you pull out the best you can, uh, all the offerings that are necessary. You uh, scroll out the various uh, divine runic symbols that represent healing, that represent connection to one's uh, divine entity, that represent... Uh, stalwartness and strength of heart that represent love and family, everything you can think of that can that really binds this ritual uh, to the moment. And as you guys are kind of sitting around to prepare, you begin the incantation of the ritual. The first stage allows you to reach out and make contact with the spirit wherever it is. After five minutes of searching you have no way of locating the spirit currently uh, something is blocking it is it Orthax? hello fans of Dungeons and Dragons and actual play podcasts lovers of lore rich storytelling phenomenal characters and grand adventures the Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast.
like you know it's out there. You can you can you can sense that that there is an essence of Percival, but it's it's like it's blurred and there's something blocking it, and you can't. The ritual's unable to reach out. How do I how do I find out what it is? Is there a way to find out what it is that's blocking it? Uh, you may have to. Can I you have to think about it? Insight check or can I? Can I um? Orthax, it's Orthax. Yeah, I, I, I pull out Ripley's gun. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, Ripley's gun. And I hand it to Pike while she's still in her ritual and see if that has any effect. Okay. Um, as Keyleth hands you the gun, the that strange blockage becomes crystalline. What was once a dark spot that was just preventing you from clarifying your vision is now a clear patch of shadow. Uh, having seen this once before... Orthax is indeed blocking the ritual and is currently hungrily feasting on the soul of Percival. In, in the gun? What? How do we? How do we? How do we? Do draw we him and, out? Do we try and destroy the gun again? Do we do this again? What if we carve his name back onto the barrel? What if we? Uh, if we use that scroll to go to him now? We can go pull him out. Percy? We can go pull. We can pull Orthax through the gate. Or kill him on his home turf and kill him for real. He's, He's a, a shadow thing. fiend. He's Could a shadow fiend. Does that mean we have to kill him on his own turf? Do we know? Would we know? Do we know? Uh, we... I would say, uh, Pike, go ahead and make a religion check and uh, go ahead and make an intelligence check. Yeah. Come on. Can I make a religion check? Actually, yes, you can as well. Check. Just a check. Just a check. Twenty-one. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Eleven. Okay. Fifteen. Um, holding this, the essence of Orthax, a shadow demon like this, um, Orthax was not destroyed and sent back to his plane. Orthax cannot be sent back to his plane when it's bound to whatever its. Uh, it's, it's cruxes. What, what, whatever object that Orthax has used as its focus holds it in this plane, and it cannot be destroyed on this plane while it's attached to that object. So the gun right now is essentially the anchor that Orthax is using. So uh, we need to destroy the gun. Destroy, destroy the, the gun. gun. Destroy the gun or find a way to break the connection. Didn't you detach Craven Edge from me? Didn't you sever a thread? Nah. Didn't, didn't that happen? That's... Yeah. Can you reach out? Can you do that? Yeah. Same there. Yeah. Pike did that, right? How'd you do that, Pikey? How'd you do that, Pike? I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. I don't even remember when it happened to me. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, you were dead, weren't you? This is no excuse. <laughs> it wasn't it like a um something evil spell. Can we throw the gun into the banish? the little hole under Whitestone Castle. It's also still acid here. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Plenty what if we brought the gun oh, just in front of too. the in front of the circle? Yeah. It cancels out the magic of it. Like throw yeah. it in the circle, yeah. or just bring it there. Yeah. I don't, but is it is it mag, is it like an arcane magic like that? I don't know, know but we could try. Like, there is acid here. We there is do the same exact thing. And yeah. Just, just repeat history, Scanlon. How? Like I, I think it was better restoration. 
That was right. That's what Sever did. Do you want to try a greater restoration spell? Is that what you're saying? On what? On the gun. Can you do that to an object? Yeah, that's what she did for... Uh, okay. Because there was a... there was a, She could see a, a thread that was connecting us. Sure. Okay, okay. What are you doing, Pike? I, I, I mean, I, to the gun? Is that even going to make any sense? Pike, I, I can try greater restoration if you want to save your healing magic. Yeah. Do you want do me it. to try it? I mean, in case this doesn't work, I'll... Yeah. Um, I'll try and recreate what Pike did to Grog. Okay, so you Grog okay. And, and so you take uh, Animus from her, the pepper box, uh, and even holding it, there's like this this dark weight to it. It feels like it's lead and coal in your hands. Um, as you concentrate, channeling the divine druidic energies that you currently are, are focusing into it, your vision comes to a similar dark shadowy mass that Pike had seen during the attempt at the resurrection ritual. Um, you can see there is indeed um, a, a connection. There is a, a, a tangible gateway between this weapon and Orthax, the shadow demon. And there, enveloped within the darkness, you can just sense in your heart of hearts that's where Percy lies. As you begin to focus on greater restoration, you begin to feel the the nature of the curse that binds him to it. And you reach out in this space, and you guys watch as Keyleth just reaches out into the air of nothing. But within your sight and your vision, you can see that thread, and you grasp it, and as you hold it with your fingers, you feel it fight and turn. You watch as Keyleth's hand bolts around with nothing in her grasp, and you hear the voice whisper, No, no, I finally have him. I finally... And with that, you snap with your fist. The shadow screams and vanishes, and there you see a brief glimmer of light. The remaining spirit of Percival as it drifts off into the astral sea. I just... I scream, Percy! The spell finishes. The gun itself, you guys see a flash of shadow around it. Pike, go! All the names on the side vanish as well. The barrels are now clean. Pike, do it. Can I, I? I continue. I continue working on the resurrection spell. Okay. Um, as you go back into this ritual, that blockage is gone now, and you can see clear the somewhat tattered around the edges, but whole and existing soul of Percival. And the ritual makes connection. And with that, that that coldness becomes a warmth and a familiarity as you reach out and implore the spirit to take your attention and come back. Now, who wants to aid in this resurrection ritual? Who has something to offer as part of this skill challenge? I, I would like to inspire her, at least. Is that something that will help? Uh, inspiring whoever wants to be part of the ritual, yeah. Um, so yeah, you can go ahead and inspire um, whoever's going to Can be. I uh, can I reach forward and, and and look in Percy's coat for that um, that white stone, that condensed white stone that he carries? Sure, go ahead and make an investigation check. Uh, hey Vex, will you look for that raven skull that I gave him while you're at it? Sure. Um, twenty-five. Twenty-five. You start rummaging through his coat and you find. Um, you find his, his gun retort, 
Um, you find a bunch of, of random bullet casings and bullets. You find a cluster of papers and notes that are folded up in a small book. And what appears to be a uh, partially sealed letter with no name on it. Nothing else? Um, you eventually find um, some of the, the white stone glass, the, the green glass that you guys had kind of flashed around in Ankarel. Does he still have the raven skull on him that I gave him? Uh, the raven skull is still on him, yeah. He hangs, hangs around his neck, yeah. Okay. Um, what is that? It's, um, he says it's supposed to amplify magic, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think. So I, um, I put it on his chest. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you want to offer to the skill challenge um, for this event? Something, something that that you as an individual bring to this and bring to the connection to Percy to try and... I say, uh, Percy, I don't know if you can hear me, but that day in Singhorn was one of the best moments of my life. And not because of what you think. It wasn't because of my father or the title. It was because of Whitestone. It was because of you. You allowed me to be a part of the thing that you hold dearest. And I was so proud. But I don't want to be here if you're not. Whitestone still needs you, darling. I still need you here. And I lean down and I kiss him. And I say, I should have told you. It's yours. Persuasion roll. Natural 20! <laughs> I trust you. I trust okay. You. <laughs> Okay. Who else wants to add something to this ritual? Uh, would I, Matt, would I inspire Pike or Percy or... Who, if you want to inspire Pike, Pike could attempt to bring something to the ritual and then could use your inspiration die on top of what her check is. I see. Yeah. I see. All right. I'll, I'll inspire Pike, then I assume she's going to bring something to the ritual, right? I assume? Okay. <laughs> so how do you inspire <laughs> I inspire her the only way I know how, which is being an ass. <laughs> so I'll inspire her with a shitty limerick. Oh, no. <laughs> I know a, gun, a gunman with a white quaffa who acted evil and had a bad coffa. He learned that someone had possessed his big gun, so I threw that shit in the lava. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you have you have a D twelve inspiration die, Pike. Um, what are, what do you want to try and bring to the ritual on top of of, of your casting the spell to, to to draw him back? What skill? What what type of? What do you want to bring to the ritual? Uh, I just. I, I, I don't know. I mean, just the love that we have for him, I don't know. 
This is so stressful. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, <sighs> you being the pious woman you are, you have what you've used in the past. Religion has been optional. Your connection with Saren Ray, this is important. There are other skills you can think of that you'd want to bring to this as well, uh, that you're good at, that would fit the circumstance. You can try anything. Okay. How well it fits will depend on how high the difficulty class is, so. Right. I mean, I, I, I think clearly I would hope that Saren Ray would come in and, and step in and help in this. Can you sing? Can you sing, Pike, like you did for that little boy? Percy joined you then. I, I could. Didn't you have that thing that brings your your god to help once once a day or something? Divine intervention or yeah, something. Divine intervention. I I don't know. Can I use that along with it? I'll let you. Yeah. You will. Okay. Heck yes. All right. Roll roll a d10. Let me know what you roll. First. Okay. What'd you roll? I rolled a three. Okay. Saren Ray is with you, but the intervention, the divine gate that separates the gods from the prime material plane still stands, and she's lending what energy she can in this moment, um, imploring to her in the connection you do have through the divine gate. Uh, I want you to go ahead and make a religion check. Roll a d20 add your religion modifier. Come on. 18. Okay. Do you want to add your D12 inspiration from Scanlan? Yes. That's 10. Hmm. It's a 28. 10, so what did I say? 28. 28. All right, gotcha. All right. One final skill challenge check to make. Who wishes to add to this? Yeah. You know. It is either you. You are very close to me. I, um. I grabbed the skull from around his neck that I gave him. I say, Percy, we had many conversations about life and death. And. In many ways, you are my total opposite. But you are also my best friend. And even though I told you on that day that I gave you this, that <laughs> we're all gonna die and that you can still be saved from yourself, it was clear the journey was far from over and it still isn't. And then I'm going to cast Conjure Within Beings and I'm going to have a barrage of crows come from around me. Mm. And I'm going to tell him as much as you might think your journey is not over. Just because yours might be ours isn't. And we need you. And I need you. head and shoot out the wings and lend them to Percival like the crow he is. Like a cloak. 
I'm going to sit between the two of you on that. I need you to make a charisma ability check. Oh. With advantage because of Vax helping you. This is in particular a challenge for you because persuasion's already been used. You as your point of leadership and strength of character, you're piercing through the veil and through the ritual to appeal to him as a person to another through sheer force of charismatic persuasion. Come on, King, we're with Advantage. Oh, Adding your charisma. Just the gold die. Nineteen. You feel, Pike, the ritual begin to culminate. The divine energies lent to you by Saren Ray fill your form, and you watch as Pike's physical form now seems to overlap her divine form you've had at a distance. She is just this radiant golden image of herself, the same golden wings flaring up around her, and you watch as Percy's body begins to rise off the table, the arms and legs just limply hanging underneath, the chest rising up. The light from Pike begins to create a small well of divine energy that spirals down into his chest and blasts through him the table. The table itself cracks beneath him, yet he still remains aloft as the energy hits. energy fades the ritual completes the room grows still and cold and dark once more Pike's divine form disperses into golden feathers that just drift and disappear across the wooden floor Percy's body slowly lands onto the table stillness stillness Breaths begin. Fill his chest once more. Unconscious as he is, life is slowly returning to Percival, as is color. His pale skin, pale as it's ever been, but now slowly stirring. Sure, that just so everyone knows. Towson, get your buddy. <laughs> He's so quiet. Wait. We should just let him sleep. Percy. This is too fucking much, man. Mike, <laughs> you're in a temple. Don't curse. I don't care. Percy. Holy moly. He said he's still unconscious. He's still unconscious. Oh, well, I cast Lay on Hands and, and take him out of that right away. Okay. Ten hit points. Percival. <laughs> Back in your chair. Get your monkey out of my head! But, but... I've been watching South Park. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> no Hamlet death for you. Let me tweet out the photo real fast. (laughs) 
the same can dice. We, I, I feel like the, we the same die I've used for every resurrection can roll. We take our break. Right, see if I wouldn't come I'm going to throw up. Actually, this would be a great time to go ahead and take a break. Oh. <laughs> Hi there. I'm Marisha Ray, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast. I hope you're enjoying the adventures of Vox Machina. Oh, be right back. Going Minxie. Welcome back, everyone. That's it. Uh, <laughs> all right, so diving right back in. Percival, freshly breathing on the table in the partially constructed small temple to Saren Ray in the city of Whitestone. Apparently successful, <laughs> his spirit restored. <laughs> you come to consciousness as a tiny hand is smacking you in the face. It's like that little doll hand on SNL. Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I, can I use my missile grab again? Yes, you can. I do not open my eyes. <laughs> he's awake! He's alive! Ow! Ow and, I slap him in, and I slap him in the face. <laughs> his reflexes are working. His reflexes are working great. <sighs> Welcome back. Where are we? Your home, our home. What? Oh shit! Can you see? Are his glasses broken? Uh, his glasses are cracked, but I can see fine. Okay, I'm near sighted. They're they're reading. They're reading. (laughs) I don't feel well. You want to feel better? Yes. Ripley is dead. Thank you. Deader than dead. She's torn asunder. We have parts of her. So there's only... Oh, that's... That's... That's good news. That's... There's only one part we need. Well, two. Two? Oh. We did brought... we keep both her hands? We did! Yeah. I thought one was a fakie. I'd like to see it. Okay, all right. It's a weird request when you just wake up. Not now. Yeah, your sister's going to be running up in here very soon. Oh, God, no. I'm going to lie back down. At which point the door slams open. Oh, God. And Cassandra's there with uh, uh, what appears to be uh, Sikrasum and uh, a couple of the guards from Whitestone. Where is he? Is he all right? I'm going to throw up. Oh, he's all right. (laughs) <laughs> you scared me. I heard he was... Everything's fine, dear. She walks up to you at the table and kind of just leans over and... Stop getting into trouble, brother. Please. Well... Just a few more dragons and I'll take a break. It'll be fine. I'm tired. She runs her fingers kind of through your hair a couple times and looks down. Her her stern expression kind of melts into a a warmth and appreciation, and she kind of feels the coldness of the body and kind of goes. You can see her putting together the setup, the ritual, your all emotional state, and the damp cheeks. And she looks over towards you, Pike, and just nods and says, "Thank you." You're welcome. Get some food in you and stop being so bloody useless and kind of slaps you inside the face and turns around and leaves the temple. Everybody have just slapped my face while I was dead. That would have been so much more convenient. Who says we didn't? (laughs) That wasn't the worst of it. No, it was really not. I'm very tired. Uh Well, you spent last night on a table, which is much beneath a man of your station. 
Percy, you were gone for quite a while. How long? A day. 24 hours. Only a day? Yeah. How long did it feel? I don't know. What do you remember? Nothing worth repeating. I beg to differ. I wanted to use a gate spell to save you instantly, but everyone else in the group said no. They wanted to save it for something else. I stood up for you when you were down, and they turned their backs on you. I give them a big hug, and I say, I think that entitles me to one of the guns that we found. Just one of them, the smallest one. You can teach me how to use it on weekends. Awesome. We'll discuss this. It's a hard yes I'm expecting. Laughter. Laughter's back. It was not pleasant. Thank you. Thank you. For. Thank you for what you did. How would you, what, what, what? I saw what you did. What do you mean you saw what I did? Ah. Uh, was the only thing I saw. Did you hear me yell for you? No, but I saw your, your hand. Thank you. Percy. Yes. I'm glad that that's not waiting for me anymore. Is... Are you sure? Is he gone? Do you still feel him? I haven't felt him in a long time. Uh, I've stopped feeling him after you did what you did. And then there was nothing. And then I was here. But in between, I did feel him quite a bit. <coughs> I'd rather not think about it at the moment. I'm... You should rest and get better. I think I'm going to rest. Bedtime, Percy. Hello, Pike. Hi. I don't suppose you've had time to, to read any of those books. I've read all of them. <laughs> all of them. Just, and, and, and just, I've had lots of time on my hands. I want to inside check, Pike. <laughs> roll an inside check. Pike, roll a deception check. Yeah. There we go. What'd you roll? 11. All right. Pike, what'd you roll a deception check? Uh, four. <laughs> She's lying through her fucking teeth, bro. Pike! <laughs> Joke, trying to make everyone laugh. <laughs> you just oh. lied to me. I'm so proud of you. I'm learning. I'm, learning. I'm so proud of you. I was very clever, Pike. <laughs> you should do that more often. I'm a big hug. Oh, please, please don't do that again. Ah, I, I can make no promises. Oh, that hurts. Hi. Did you thank her for the necklace? Thank you for the necklace. That was, uh... 
was uh, not enough <laughs> no apparently just enough because here we are and she's been dealt with so it was just enough oh, I'm very tired <clears throat> you should sleep and we'll talk more tomorrow I'm going to not sleep in here no. wherever this is yes. Get to the castle. This is still a construction zone. Is this what you've been building? Uh, yes, it's it's. I I know it. It still needs some work. It's oh, not it's, very cozy yet, but it will. It will it's coming. I in. don't know if cozy is really the, the the point. I'm going to lie down somewhere soft. <laughs> I'll go back yeah. to the castle then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, my, all... I'll go and <clears throat> dump a few healing spells and stuff into them. Okay. Let's get you to you lie guys. down first. So you're gonna heal him up. You guys make your way back to the castle. Um, the guards are there waiting. Um, as you enter, you can see uh, they're sitting in the kind of foyer, talking and discussing. Uh, is uh, Jarrett and Gilmore, who both look a little kind of nervous and, and kind of intense about apparently just recently hearing what happened. Uh, as soon as you enter, uh, Gilmore turns. Uh, that is a good sign. He's standing. I am literally using my gun as a crutch. <laughs> oh, come here, you whitehead fool! And then he runs forward and kind of gives you a, lifts you up with a hug that hurts so much. Yeah, really. But he kind of holds you up for a second and sets you back down. I know that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and, what, and what did we learn? Don't get killed again. The time's the charm, in theory. Uh, should we show them what we've got? What do we have? Sure. You heal 48 hit points, by the way. Thank you. I don't even know what hit point level I'm at. Uh, you get one. I'm at 49. <laughs> <laughs> Is this one of my... Yeah. Just, yeah, whichever. Oh, there. Um, what do we have? To show them. <laughs> we have two vestiges yeah. to show them. Oh, oh shit, vestiges. I haven't even looked at the cloak. Or the well, I just tucked it whisper, away. right? We have two vestiges. I pull out the cloak. Okay. Get it identified. Uh, Gilmore. Uh, so you've also been prolific. Here, let me have a look. He takes the cloak and uh, he's kind of folding it over his hands. You can see the, the sparkle, the energy through the blue inside of it. He's like, Interesting. Ray puts his hand over it, and his eyes kind of flare with arcane energy. This is indeed Cabal's ruin. Oh, yes. Vestiges of divergence. Um, well, to be specific about this, once attuned to whoever's wearing it, uh, you have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. <laughs> Which is pretty, pretty badass, if I do say so myself. Um... <laughs> Also, when, when you're hit by some sort of asshole spell out there, you can use your reaction to have the cloak swallow part of it. Uh, you have the damage you take from the spell, if there's any damage to be taken, and the cloak gains a number of charges equal to the spell level of the triggering spell. This arcane terminology is fascinating. <laughs> the filter of game rules. You don't get a vestige now. You get Whisper Kilo. Um... So yeah, essentially what this does is you can use your reaction to swallow a spell if you're hurt by one. Even if you're not hurt by it, you can still swallow a spell. You can only use it once per short rest. 
but uh, it does half damage to you. And uh, when it, excuse me. you. <laughs> um, and it gains, it gains a number of charges equal to the spell level that you absorb. Up to a maximum of six charges can be stored in the cloak. That's a lot. So and six charges. If you have the cloak on and you hit with an attack, um, you can expend any number of charges from the cloak to deal an additional 1d6 lightning damage per charge. Oh, shit. So you could do an additional 66 lightning damage? Yeah, onto an attack uh, that you deal with the cloak. Wow. So that's that's what Cabal's Ruin does. Does it have to be a magic user to wear it? No. Nope. Uh, in fact, it, it doesn't channel through spells. It channels through, like, Oh, melee attacks. attacks. Melee oh. weapon attacks um, <laughs> is how, how the enchantment works. So. Hey, a question. Would that go through, like... Groggy? Percy? <laughs> a grog in a cloak? Yeah. Percy, you'd look You want to go grab uh, it? Oh, yeah, sorry. <clears throat> I was pretty just imagining it made light in someone's bunghole up. I would. I mean, it was you being... You have a vestige. You do? Oh, groggy. So no, well, grog's passing Percy? it down. That's yeah, this is going to... I mean, this is going to David Bowie you up. You should wear that. It was worn by the woman who tried to kill you. Oh. Uh, that's pretty cool. What about the other vestige? Whisper. Whisper. Uh, Whisper. How are you doing, Sean? Sean. What do you mean? I'm doing fantastic. How are you holding up? It's a little rough, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing my job just as you are. I mean, you all look tired, exhausted, and emotionally drained. So do I. (laughs) So uh, I think we're all doing our part. Your parents are lovely, by the way. Your parents are lovely. (laughs) Ah, yes. Thank you so much again. We gave them a bunch of water. And we did. Did he give us something to give to them? Did we do that? We did. Yeah, we yes, gave we, gave, we gave them the, what you told yes. us to. The locket. Okay. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. And we told they're them. doing good. They're doing great, and we told them that you were doing fantastic and wonderful and successful. Well, thank you. And when all this is done, I should go visit. It's been a while. They seem it's very, been a long time. Very proud of you. Yeah. Taking a while. They told us you weren't potty trained until you were six. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> Shut the G- bed Give off. me your dagger. <laughs> <laughs> he takes it, kind of runs his fingers on the blade, the, the, the kind of slight curvature to it out there, to the point. Um, so he does his identify. Uh, forged with a mercurial metal pulled from the Far Realm. Light dances and shifts across this curved blade. Uh, it has a plus three bonus to attack and damage rolls made with the dagger. It also deals an additional 1d8 1D psychic damage on a hit. Wow. What? Uh, whenever Whisper is thrown, you can choose to transform into shadow and merge with the blade, teleporting instantly to wherever the blade impacts. Yes. Uh, which means you can teleport as far as you can throw the dagger, which is the max range of a dagger. But, yeah, so 60 feet, you just wherever it throws to. Uh, if a target is a creature, you emerge adjacent to the target in a space of your choice around the creature. Whenever you critically hit a creature with an attack with Whisper, the target has to make a wisdom saving throw against the DC 18 or become frightened of you for one minute. Well, it's either Pike or me. I think, I think Keyleth. <laughs> yeah. uh, up to you guys. Or me. You're going to fight with a little... You want it? I've been practicing my juggling, to be fair. Could use it in my knife juggling. Yeah. Yeah. No, what am I going to do with it? I, I honestly would like to make a case for it. Okay, You would like to make a case for it? Just consider one thing. I chase people around the battlefield. He really does. And I really have a hard time getting to them sometimes. It'd be really great 
to travel 50 feet and then throw another 60 and then be right on their fucking asses. Do they happen in the same turn? They happen in the same turn, yeah? Yeah, the, the minute you throw and hit something, it immediately teleports you. If you choose, it doesn't have to happen. You could just throw it and then it hits the ground and you stay where you are if you want to. But if you choose, you can travel with the blade and essentially appear Nightcrawler style in shadow next to whatever you hit. I'm also, this knife is so sexy though, and you are so uh, invulnerable to everything. I'm just, I'm just saying, it just for consideration. Obviously, daggers are your are your it also are your means bag, you can baby. Escape things very easily. What if uh, you arm wrestle for uh, it? No, I think you should. <laughs> what? Give him this. Uh, I'm considering giving you my cloak instead. Which one? Haste? Is no. No. Your armor? No, my cloak. Which one's that? The like displacer cloak. What's that do? It makes you very hard. It, it's hard to see, and yeah, but uh, Grom doesn't ro- need that. He doesn't need anything. He's got a thousand. <laughs> be attuned to this. To whisper. Yeah, all of these. You have to be attuned to whisper. Yeah. Somebody else. Don't. Have it. I have a feeling. Right. Anything else you need me to look at? I'm unfasting my have cloak, a, but a full I'm score of. So you're not going to use the cloak anymore? Simple uh, tricks. I will again someday. Simple tricks. Anything else you want me to look at before I go to bed? Because it's late. You've already looked what at time is it? Uh, at this point now, the sun has gone down. Yeah. It's uh, it's like. Say nine in the evening. Nine. First of all, you should go to bed. Does what anyone about else this? Wait, I have an old First. music box. Can you look at it and see if it's magical? An old wooden music box? Yeah. When do we have to have a talk? Music box. Serious talk. Well, you need hold to go on, to hold bed. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I do. I, yes. Let's flare up. I'm not quite ready to sleep yet, but yes. No, it's an impressive music box. It's just a music box. It's just a music box. Lovely. Hey, yeah. you read Marcation. Hmm? A place turned out. Marquesian. Marquesian. I got this book. Found this book in this in this shitty casino oh, office. <laughs> it's written in Mark Marquesian. Don't pronounce it, please. <laughs> it's offensive. Uh, huh. ah. Kind of blushes a little and closes it. I think it found the right owner. <laughs> oh. It's a porno. It's an instructional <laughs> guide. <laughs> Might learn something. It's an instructional guide? Excellent. I can't read it, though. How will I learn? Well, maybe you start taking classes in Marquesian. Braille. Are there any illustrations? <laughs> yeah, pictures. You yeah. like pictures? Scan them? Are there? <laughs> you scan through real fast, and yeah, like, you only got a little ways into the book when you first looked at it. In the center, there's probably a good 30 pages of, like, really beautiful, old... It's essentially the the, the Kama Sutra. Kama Kama Sutra. Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one folds out. That's quite nice. <laughs> oh, it's a pop-up book. Scanlin, <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't there anything else you need to deliver to one of these two fine gentlemen? Hem, hem. I don't think so. No, I, I believe there is something you uh, acquired for one of these two gents. Ixnay on the Ice Bay. There are authorities around. Why are you calling Spice Ice Bay? <sighs> Grog, if Buddy, someone hears you talking about this shit, you could be in deep trouble. <laughs> I literally am the law here. I'm literally the <laughs> living embodiment of law and justice. Jarrett. Yes. Uh, I'm glad that everyone is doing okay, and it's good to see you here in one piece. How was, how was your journey? It was great. Spice. <laughs> 
Right. Oh, oh did you? Time. Jesus. If you brought some, yes. Uh, yeah. do you... I like the way you look. <laughs> I, I give him one bag of spice. That's the way you look. <laughs> that is a lot of uh, frusaka. Thank you very much. It uh, lasts a long time. He spent 50 gold on it. I paid 50 gold for this? The, for the pair, for the pair, for the pair. Oh, you got swindled, my friend. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> But yes. I, I, I appreciate it. It's very thoughtful that you went ahead. It's and, worth and, it to see the smile on your face. Uh, well, thank you. I, I you know this bag, if that's all right with you. Of course, of I've course. I've grown quite accustomed to this stuff. It's really Great. quite lovely. It, uh, it needs a specific. I, I'll, I'll give you some tips on how to prepare it. But um, I'll, you know what? I'll cook a classic Marquisian feast uh, in the coming days for all of us. That's and thank you for the spice. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, uh, Jarrett. Yes. Uh, this is Kynan. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> we've just been like ghosting you guys Walking the whole time. Oh, no, it's you. That's what we said to do. Kynan has been telling me that he wanted to help protect Whitestone. He hasn't anywhere to live. He needs something to do with his time. And um, he has a fire in his belly and wants to serve. And, and all right. Well, a, a friend of you is a friend of ours. And uh, you are able bodied. Uh, Kind of is just kind of taken aback by the whole thing. His eyes are wide, still kind of staring at you. He slowly he starts talking out the side of his mouth to uh, Jared. Um, y- y- yes, anything, wh- whatever I can do. Jared kind of walks up and puts his hand on his shoulder and goes, well, first off, you need to be more assertive. You are talking like a sniveling coward. You need to... <laughs> Project your chest, shoulders back, and when you uh, speak, you speak it. with intent, and, uh... <laughs> ah, it's late. We'll work on it tomorrow. I may have a thought for the boy later. Oh, uh... Before I forget, this came... Uh, for you, Keyleth. What now? Came? A letter? Letters. We got letters. <laughs> uh, we had, uh... Traders came in. A uh, parcel in your name. Uh... Don't know who it's from. What did they look like? How did they get through the invisible wall? How did they know my name? I don't, I don't know. They, 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 they were sent uh, from uh, Western, I think it was. Oh, shit. Open that. What is it? It's got something thick in it, which isn't. Could be a seal. Oh, jeez. Read the letter first. Uh, read the letter first. So it's in Marquesian. <laughs> it's long. There's beauty pictures in it. Caliph, I write to let you and your companions know that the repair of Western is proceeding well. I will not bore you with the details. Suffice to say that our children are well-fed and safe, are elderly and infirm, are cared for and comfortable. Without the help of you and yours, this would not be the case. The folk in charge argue constantly, but that is to be expected. And it is no bad thing. They all want the same good things in different ways. I listen mostly and do what I can to make sure that they listen to each other. Without listening, nothing good can happen. The town... When I say the repair is going well, it is a hard thing for me to talk about. I am not a particularly clever man, and much of this is new to me. 
When you make a mistake with metal, you can melt things down and start afresh. It is irritating, and it costs in time and soot and sweat, but it can be done. There is a comfort in iron, knowing that a fresh start is always possible. But a city is not a sword. It is a living thing, and living things defy simple fixing. Roots cannot be reforged. They scar, and broken branches must be cut and sealed with tar. And this makes me angry, as it always has, and my anger has no place to go. It was easier when I was young. I could use my anger like a hammer against the world. I was so sure of myself and my friends and my rightness. I would hammer at the world, and breaking felt like making to me, and I was good at it. And while I was not wrong, neither was I entirely right. Nothing is simple. I do not work in wood. I am not brave enough for that. There is a comfort in iron, a promise of safety, a second chance if mistakes are made. But is but a city is more a forest than a sword. No, it, it needs more tending than that. Perhaps a city is like a garden then. So these days it seems I have become a gardener. I dig foundations in the earth. I sow rows of houses. I plan and plant. I watch the skies for rain and ruin. I cannot help but think that you would be better at this. But circumstance has put both of us in our own odd place. You are forced to be a hammer in the world, and my ungentle hands are learning how to tend a plot of land. We must do what we can do. Did you know that there are some seeds that cannot sprout unless they are first burned? A friend once told me that. She was, she was a bookish sort. I think of gardening constantly these days. I wear your gift, and I think of you, and I think it is interesting that there are some living things that need to pass through fire before they flourish. I ramble. You have the heart of a gardener, and because of this, you think of consequence, and your current path pains you. I am not wise, and I do not give advice, but I have come to know a few things. Sometimes breaking is making. Even iron can start again, and there are many things that move through fire and find themselves much better for it afterward. I have enclosed a gift. Once it was a sword, but it has changed. It is a small thing and silly. Please forgive an old man for his foolishness. Still, I hope it brings you some small comfort. Kindly, care. Holy shit! <laughs> I don't know what to say. Who's care? Is he proposing to you? <laughs> <laughs> it's got branches on it. It's quite beautiful. Oh. Does it say something? I have passed through fire. Wow. Motherfucker, that's cool. God. <sighs> He's right. This is a lot to deal with right now. 
We have friends. Yes. I have a friend. You're becoming a wonderful leader, Keith. And as kind as his letter was, I think something was wrong. And I think there's more to his message. Um, Vex, maybe you? He scribbled out some words. Let me see. And speaks vaguely in areas around then. Called words, Grog. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he just didn't like what he wrote. (laughs) Make an insight check, Rex. Natural (laughs) twenty. Just, just uh, looking at handwriting and the way it's scribbled out. It's the scribble is haste, hastily, and little bits of text that comes through. It appeared that they were just thoughts that he may have felt uncomfortable putting in the letter after ty- after writing him out and then just scratched him out. There doesn't appear to be any serious agency or danger around them. I think it's you sure? Yeah, I, I, just, I worry. Perhaps bared his heart a little too much. What do you mean? Maybe he he, he said things he thought better of. It's really comforting to know that not everyone hates us. <laughs> Speaking of, um, I did have Captain Damon bring his airship here. Is that stupid? No. No, that's not a bad idea. We need a better way airship. of communicating with them. And... I'm rethinking. Did you collect everything from the battle? Yes. Good. That is a discussion we should have in private, downstairs. Perhaps in the morning? Bring everything downstairs and have a discussion with Cassandra and anybody we trust. Should sleep. Oh. You should. Yes. Very tired. Yeah, we, have. we just sort of woke up. Yeah. Time, yeah. The time of the day is it right now? Uh, it's getting later in the evening, close to like 10 p.m. comparably. Even though you guys woke up maybe three. Oh, hours jet ago. lag, man. Get you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. We can have this conversation tonight. I'm going to feel miserable for a while. I don't think it's a wise idea. Yeah, we could certainly let you sleep. 
do have to start planning for the next leg of our journey. It's true, but Percy needs to go the fuck to sleep. I... Seriously. I will admit I fear sleep at the moment. How about some coffee, then? (laughs) I'll jack him up first. (laughs) I think... I'm... I'm... How am I physically at the moment? Physically, you're... You're sore and you're drained. Uh, the essence of the ritual and the following healing spells, you're physically whole. Um, but there is a very physical toll on you from the ritual as well. You, so I'm not filled with holes or anything. No, but you feel like a walking bruise. And every movement of your body is fraught with such physical exhaustion that you haven't felt. Um, and only time's going to take care of that. I mean, you're, you're effectively at minus four to any d20 yeah. rolls you make for the, uh, until you rest, and then it comes to minus three, and then a night's rest becomes a minus two. So you're you're in a rough spot for the next few days uh, unless you're resting consistently. Well, we do have to have a conversation about all that. We either have it now or later. Take a fucking nap, man. We'll convene in the morning. You're, you're outvoted, Percy. Go to bed. Literally just rose from the dead. Yeah. I'm gonna need new clothes. Nobody wants. To, <laughs> nobody wants to talk to you right now. We want you to go to sleep. We're gonna go have a drink and have a fabulous time. Yeah, I'm gonna go find some strange. See you in the morning. Right. Um, I'll see you in the morning. I'm gonna go up to my room and pass out. For the brief moment you have consciousness as you enter the room, it is a wondrous, welcoming sight. And you have just enough time to get that thought across before you face down in your bed and right to sleep. <laughs> Clothes still on, just face down from the corner of the bed. It's a terrible sight, but you don't care. <laughs> the rest of you, what do you wish to do? I give Pike a huge hug. Yeah! <laughs> I give everybody a big hug. (laughs) (laughs) With my gauntlets on, so it's a big bear hug. It hurts a little, and you're proud of her for it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'll give her a fist bump with the gauntlets, then in the knuckles. (laughs) It actually causes like this strange collision shockwave. Pushes you back a second. There's too much strength in one fist bump. Oh, Pike, you're getting too strong for your own good. (laughs) (laughs) oh man should we all have a drink or something Jarrett, Sean, can you get away uh Sean goes, uh I I mean, uh, for a moment maybe I should should probably rest as well Jarrett, Jarrett you know what yes, the ring sounds nice it's been a while, good company yeah Tynan, come on yeah. Yeah. And he's still kind of in shock and nods and kind of slinks. His, he, as he walks behind, he walks with his head low, and you can see he kind of reverts his gaze towards the ground, kind of just watching where he's going to be walking. Um, uh, Gilmore kind of individually kind of gives you all a brief hug or a handshake. I'm sure we'll talk more tomorrow. I'm going to go uh, join Percy's plan of action in my <laughs> All right. Can I walk over to Vax? So I'm assuming you're taking this little chick under your wing. Well, I'm not taking him with us to Draconia or anywhere, no. No, no, but like, you're sure he's clean? Uh, I might like to have Pike take a look at him in the morning. 
But I think so. He's pretty spaced out. Why doesn't Pike look at him now? Are you tapped, Pike? No. Who is this guy? Uh, you recognize him, Pike, uh, as, as you say that, looking at him, though much more harrowed, um, a little more built than you last saw him, but this is the the young man who was waiting for you guys outside of Grayskull Keep a few months back, asking to join, who was bright-eyed and inexperienced. I clocked him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi again. Hi. And he, like, it's one of the things where he's always kind of looking down, but you just step into his field of vision already <laughs> being shorter than him. And you're kind of looking up at him with your gauntlets there at your side. He's looking at you, but he's also not wanting to look you in the eyes a little bit. Hello, Pike. It's, it's good to see you. Good to see you. Pike, do us a favor and just give him a once-over and make sure there's no funk on him. He was traveling with Ripley, Pike. He was probably what? He was traveling with Ripley. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Ah, I can't. She froze, she froze. In a weird position. She's thinking about it. Welcome back. We had a bit of a technical difficulty there, but apparently we're back up and streaming and everything's good, so we're going to jump right back into the story where we were. So I, I'm currently holding Gilmore's severed head in my hands, right? With yeah. Blood yeah. Still dripping. <laughs> Gouts of it. Yeah. Oh, anime yeah. style, like this North Star, just spraying. So and Percy's dead again. Percy died, yeah. Percy yeah, he's died. gone. Yeah. Another two times. <laughs> I've cried eight more times. My bad, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we need to resurrect him. Ready? One, two, three. Oh! oh! <laughs> Thanks, Bash. All righty. So. We're having Pike check. So having Pike check, Kynan's kind of looking at you, Pike. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to detect evil. Okay. Um, as you keep looking over and you, you finish the spell, uh, there is no sense of evil from him. Uh, Just shame. Make an insight check. I'll say with advantage because of the nature of the spell, because why not? <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah! Because you all are powerful no and you can do that. <laughs> Boss advantage. Because he's a broken man standing before you. Okay. Because he's a broken man. Ooh, that's um, good. Yeah, the, you don't sense any evil in, in the sense of what the spell would gather. You do sense, just from looking at his expression, his reaction, and what bit of information you have, um, this is a person that's been heavily brainwashed and their idea of what the world was, or as it was, um, has been broken probably many times. Um, yeah, Kynan's in a rough spot. And the guilt is weighing so heavily on him right now that uh, probably best that somebody keep an eye on him. Yeah. I put my hand on his shoulder and I say, Kynan, you look like a man who feels like he's made a mistake <laughs> and you just need to turn that frown upside down. <laughs> Why is my grandma Ernest yeah. Looking down at your <laughs> smiling blue gnomish eyes, this, this broken boy of a man does mutter a slight chuckle in reaction. And catches himself and 
kind of nods. Uh, I have a lot to think about. I have a lot of penance to deal with. Thank you. You're welcome. Maybe a drink would help. Yeah, of course. That always helps. <laughs> uh, Jared kind of smacks him shoulder. All right, then. Let's get this pub trashed. Follow me. Uh, he'll ease you down to uh, one of the two taverns. Uh, the one that had uh, been destroyed as part of the initial uh, battle here in Whitestone uh, has been constructed. Uh, the roof's still mostly missing, but they have uh, a covering over it, and it doesn't appear to be a rainy evening, so it should be fine. But it's a handful of folk and having drinks. Jared treats you all to a round of finer ale of Whitestone brand. They don't have like a large selection of great imported drinks here, and but it's enough to at least get the job done. Um, uh, anything you guys want to do specifically while you all have a drink? It were, Jared, while we were in your <clears throat> your hood, uh, yes. I, I acquired this delicious little bit, and I pull out the sand keg oh, bottle. Yeah. This is called uh, Seraph's Swine Swallow. <laughs> and I pour a little into a glass and I hand it to him. Yes. I, I'm not familiar with this. You said this is, this is from Ankarel? Yeah, yeah, and it's all in, just all in one. Just hit the back of the throat and <laughs> swallow it, just all in one. Wait, 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 wait. To friends? Yes, to friends and to health. Friends. And to survival. Maybe to just fu- sip it. And Don't to fuca- it. Fukasa. Su- Sukasa. Yeah. Mikasa. <laughs> Make a deception check. <laughs> 14. Ooh. He gives you a keen look. Looks to Vex, kind of nod. To friends and trust. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's so worth it. Yeah. It's dumb. I take his cup, <clears throat> I pour a little, and I'm like... Okay, let him take this ride by himself. I pound it as well. Make constitution saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> not great. Thirteen. <laughs> the fiery rumble in your stomach uh, is matched directly behind by the heavy flow of numbness that fills the entirety of your chest, jaw, and tongue. Oh. Yeah. There <laughs> goes. That was very strong. I think so too. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> Sam's glass down. Well, I'm not going to have any conversation for a while. You're <laughs> <laughs> talking really funny. <laughs> Let's braid each other's hair. <laughs> Please don't. Oh. I think that I have far more than you do, and it's too short anyway. But 58 was your thing. I became Castilian suddenly. I get three drinks at the bar, and I walk past Keyleth and just leave one on the table by her and go and sit down by Kynan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to show you something. I bought these months ago, and I root around in my pack, and I pull out the three finely made daggers that I bought. They were expensive. She's right, they were expensive. I'm, I'm actually not going to give them to you tonight because you're worrying me a little bit. But in a day or two, these are yours. I bought these for you months ago. I looked for you. 
visited the butcher shop. And I missed you. I'm very sorry about that. I wish that this had not... Uh, I wish that this had not played out the way it had. Me too. You can atone. It is not too late. I see the look in your eye. It is not too late. He, he, he keeps looking over at Keyleth, and you see, like, every time he sees her, he has that kind of spike of guilt in his heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you better, motherfucker. <laughs> you fucked up, clearly. Big time. And you can either curl in on yourself and rot in a bowl, or you can make up for it. You know what's going on. In Taldore, you know what's going on. I spent too much time looking inward. It's pointless. Be of use. Persuasion check. Use luck. Uh, that is a 17. Uh, most of this conversation's eyes have been kind of darting away f from connecting with yours. The evasion has been persistent, but as soon as those words finish, his eyes finally lock with yours and stay with you. And he kind of just takes a beat and goes, I know what I've done. And there's no way I can express how sorry I am. The woman I followed, she was confident. She was persuasive. And she picked up where others wouldn't, and I bought into that. And that just shows once again that I was never ready to begin with, like you said. Appreciate that wisdom in hindsight. I was kind of a dick. You were kind of a dick. <laughs> but still, I'll do my best. I can't make any promises. I'll do my best. That's all any of us can do. Yeah. You're battered. You're not broken. Do better. Drink up. You guys can share a silent drink, but kind of shoot him daggers whenever his eyes meet mine at one point. And he immediately goes back to his drink and takes a. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, no. We're living in the broken future of technology. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your patience. So, um. As kind of avoiding eye contact with Keel, getting progressively drunk as the evening goes on. Occasionally, you see him smile, hearing other bits of conversation, and the positive presence, at least, of, of, of you guys being somewhat forgiving in the moment. And the fact that Percy did come back alleviated some of his guilt. He's still, you know, he's doing better than he was earlier, definitely, but he's still very inward. Uh, Jared is 
having a hilarious conversation with Grog as it progresses. <laughs> it's, it's great to have all of you back. And uh, I hope that my hometown was, was very kind to all of you. I, I do miss it. And um, I, perhaps when all this is said and done and I can get a proper, um, <laughs> maybe a, a writ of approval from the folks here at Whitestone, uh, maybe they could absolve me of... Uh, couple of things in the books I'd like to say goodbye to. So, I can't understand what you're saying. I can barely understand what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm, what, where did you get this? It is the best. Pretty great. Oh, but oh, Mike, but. you have to try some. Mike, do you want a little bit? You have to I, have some. It's serious, well, Pike. It's not very tasty, I'll tell you that, but let me tell you what it will do is this. Pops yeah. of taste. You don't drink alcohol for the taste. Yeah, it is my monster. <laughs> I'll pour a little glass. All right. Do you, do you down the shot, Pike? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw? I saved the party. <laughs> <laughs> so go and roll a constitution saving throw, Pike. <laughs> oh, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Here we go. Turn down for Pike. <laughs> that was the whitest <laughs> drop so in of What'd you roll, Pike? Ever. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen? <laughs> Pike downs yeah. it, it burns in her stomach, and she takes it. <gasps> what? Seriously? Pike, you're such a badass. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you how do you feel, Pike? I feel like it, it didn't taste any different than what I usually have. Well, <laughs> I thought I had another one. <laughs> For another one. Alright, make another saving throw, Pike. Oh shit. <laughs> Cruising for a prison. <laughs> so, yeah. Pike takes the second shot, <clears throat> slams the drink down on the table. Uh, you feel the numbness hit your lips, Pike, and you feel you feel a little strange, a little little sparkly and, and numb for a second, and your your tongue isn't quite functioning as you would hope, as everyone's looking towards you. A second shot. That's that's that is obviously very uh, brave of you, Pike. Yeah, she's got quite the tolerance. Well, I thought I would, but I don't even know it. <laughs> and with that, Pike face plants under the ground. Oh, 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 no, Pike. Pike. I got you, Foggy. I got you, Foggy. I know. <laughs> Can I try to pick her up by her collar? And try to, like, just hold her up? So, like, just, is she just limp? She's just limp in your grass, man. She's snoring loudly, too. <laughs> well, that's one way to go for the night. <laughs> I think yeah. this is an important lesson for all of us that, at least the two of us, no more of that. No, no, no. <laughs> I, no I put it in the bag of home. Did you know it comes from, like, a venomous part of a big animal? <laughs> You sort of preface that before we had the drink. Didn't I say that? No. Oh, that was my fault. That's fine. Too late now. I go like lay Pike in a booth or something. <laughs> She's just slumped over into her armor. Anything else you guys wish to accomplish uh, while drinking, or do you want to talk call it a night? about our plans, or are we waiting for Percy for that? Well, wait for the brain. I know, right? Yeah. I'm over here. <laughs> I'll pull Jared aside real quick, if that's all right. 
can I can I check out that um that letter that I found on Percy? Oh my god! Yes, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I will. So yeah, um, I will. Well, well, while she reads, I pull Jared aside, and I say, "Listen, I know you've had legal troubles before in uh, in your homeland, but we're uh, we're buddy buddy with the leader now. In fact, I have this this symbol that he gave me. He, she, they, they gave me this symbol. Look, Scanlan. <laughs> I've, I've known you long enough to know that you are a master of tall tales. This is the God's honest truth, man. This is a real deal. This is diplomatic immunity, man. I can get you. I, I can get you off. Honestly, don't even know <laughs> get if you're off. real right now. I am so fucked up on this. Jared, I listen to him. It's not very often he offers to get people off. Or... Are you telling me that you've made friends with uh, Jamon Flaward? We met. We met them in uh, in their palace and we were pr- pretty tight now so I bet I could get you uh, free and clear then please do <laughs> will you, uh, <laughs> will, you uh, will you do something for me if it is within my my ability as your employee of course you're a man who knows things Knows how to get things. Depending, maybe. I was a little disappointed with the samplings in your home. I was wondering if around here you couldn't find me a little... Something-something? What? A little pick-me-up? A little ride? (laughs) A little... (laughs) Dipsy-doodle? Drugs, man, drugs. I want drugs. I want you to go find me drugs. Listen, I've had a really rough time. I saw my friend die. We found the body of another friend. I understand that I don't really deal with these things. But you know people who know people. Not here in Whitestone. I'm going to get you cleared of murder, man. Look, if you want to get some food, go down to like the Thirst Fields or maybe over in Kaimul. What What were those words? The thirst fields? The thirst fields. South of the Alabasta Sierras. <laughs> There's way too many asses in what you just said. You're looking for drugs, yes? Yes. Get some food. Some food? Food. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> spell it. You spell it. Spell it. S U. U D E food sued food yes food. <laughs> what is that? Is that a place? Is that a person? No, it's a drug. Oh. <laughs> Why did you even know what you're asking me for? I don't. I don't know it at all. You confuse me, no. I'm confused too. Look, as your employee, this is a very uncomfortable conversation to have. It does not affect our professional relationship one bit. You have my word. I can send a courier maybe, but like, that's very highly illegal stuff. <laughs> Mind you, to be fair, the prison where they put you is currently being sat on by a giant red dragon, so if there was a time to buy, this would be it. There you go. Um, <sighs> look, I'm in charge of... Well, that, and you look over, and now <laughs> Kynan's, like, face down on the table, just trash. The charge of that now, apparently. <laughs> uh, still training along with uh, with Cash, a bunch of people. 
I cannot do this myself. It would not behoove our current state here in Whitestone. I could ask around, maybe send somebody. It'll be a while. I can't get you food here in Whitestone. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Just try your best. All right. I believe in you. Thanks. <laughs> You're the best. Now you're just making fun of me. No, no, I'm going to clear your name, man. I'm your ticket to freedom. I'll go and get you some food. Thank you. You're welcome. That would make me so happy. That's all I want. Be pleased. (laughs) (laughs) Meep, meep. (laughs) Vax paid attention to that entire conversation. (laughs) Uh, So sad I'm missing this. So eventually, Jared, all right, I need to sleep this off, whatever this is. Good night, everyone. See you in the morning. <laughs> Good night. And Good he night. kind of stumbles his way out the uh, door frame into the Whitestone night. Anything else you guys wish to accomplish tonight, or are you going to go ahead and get to sleep? I was looking anxiously over at Vex. She was... Oh, this? Yes. Oh, it was... um. Well, I suppose I'm a horrible person, so you might as well be too. What, you read it? This? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's a letter. It's a goodbye letter from Percy to us. Oh, what? Terrible people. Um, I... <laughs> I feel like it's a bit of an invasion. I probably shouldn't have just done that. It's but. weirdly Patrick Rothfuss's voice, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dear well. Vox Machina, it's me, Percy. <laughs> Are we all reading it, or just if you two If you want pricks? to. Just read it out loud at that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm the only, only one. Only those of you who don't care about my privacy. Uh, tell us, would you like this to be in your voice? Yes. <laughs> oh. No, it was never supposed to be in my voice. My I didn't friends, record. I have just taken an audience with a Raven Queen who has snuffed any hope of my redemption, which I am truly grateful. With new clarity, I can finally see my life as a series of compounding poor choices. There was nothing I could have done to save my family, yet I still sold my soul in search of vengeance. Later, I allowed Ripley to leave, knowing full well she was a greater threat to the world than the Briarwoods would ever be. I traded the world's safety for the belief that I could murder my way to peace. That if I could be a greater horror, it would bring my family back. And once this lie was shattered, I scrambled to find a solution to make a deal to undo my mistakes and balance the scales. I now understand that there are no scales... There is no redemption and no ledger that judges me good or evil. I am free to simply be myself and live with the terrible mistakes I've made. Tomorrow I start upon a new path beyond the gods and demons who have tormented me, and it's your friendship that makes this possible. Though a shadow lingers, the need for vengeance is gone. I will try and do my best for you all. I will strive to buy the future more time free of my legacy. I will stand against the children of my madness in hope, rather than in anger. And if you are reading this, then my travels on this path have come to an end. Scanlan, thank you for destroying my gun. Do not let the weight of life's consequences crush your bravado. It is your greatest weapon. Grog. Yes. 
Remember that your compassion has brought you this far, not just strength. And for the record, I would have wiped the floor with you that time. <laughs> Vax, you often remind me of myself, and yes, I know that that is a bit of an insult. Stop indulging your desire to sacrifice and try being the man these two women seem to think you are. They may actually need you one day. Vex, you often remind me of myself, and that is the highest of compliments. <laughs> oh, true to form, Percival, true to form. I hope you free yourself of whatever voices haunt you. Also, since I'm gone, you're the clever one now. Still the clever one. Keyleth, don't let the world break you. Learn to forgive it for not living up to your standards. We promise to try harder. <laughs> Smartass. Yeah. Pike, it is wonderful to have you home. You bring everyone closer to their best selves. And I can only imagine what a burden that must be. Oh, she's out. <laughs> Allow yourself some vice and failure. Done and done. <laughs> He'll still love you just the same. All true. As to what must be done, I'd be content to be left in a ditch, my weapons and notes burnt and broken. Fucker. But I imagine that would upset Cass. If you can, take me home. If you can't, I understand. She knows where to find the rest of my instructions. Times being what they are, burn my work or bring it home in the hopes of aiding in the defense of Whitestone. I leave this judgment in your capable hands. Please find Ripley before she does too many terrible things and erase my legacy wherever you find it. That silence would be the greatest eulogy I could ever hope for. Oh dear. With eternal gratitude. Percival of Vox Machina. I'm gonna kick his fucking ass. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he, he, was he mentioned you, did he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he said he could have walked the floor with me. Well, I'm sure it was a joke, friend. Yeah, that's a very highbrow kind of humor. It's hilarious, I promise. It's hilarious. Highbrow. It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it means stuffy. Boring. Boring. Boring, Boring humor. humor. I'm still out. I'm still... You're still out. You're, oh. you're done for the night. Part. I should not roll perception check. With disadvantage. Oh. Well, you should not have taken that note. Well, I know. Oh. I was searching for something important and... Well, you're passed out. You don't hear anything. I just um, realized I still had it, is all. So do we plan to act like we didn't read it, or are you going to try and slip it back in his pocket without him noticing? That's what do you guys plan. think? That's a, good point. That's a good point. I balance uh, a tray on top of Pike's prone form and put some cups on top of it. Mm. Should I pretend I didn't read it? Should I pretend I didn't take Was it? Was it sealed or anything? No, it's just folded. Yeah. Try and sneak it in. All right. Yeah. All I right. put a tray on top of the cups on top of the first tray. <laughs> But now we go forward just with the knowledge that we know Percy was anticipating dying. Well, aren't we all anticipating dying? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And I mean, technically, we should all write these letters. I mean, that's Percival up and down. Have. There's nothing really that surprising in the letter, really. Don't know if we all need to write. Grog, you can draw some pictures for us. Mm. More cups on top of the <laughs> second tray. <laughs> the fact is, we all might die at any point. No, it's true. 
and it would be terrible, and we should enjoy every day that we have together. That's right. Third tray. Yeah, make it make a dexterity check, Max. No problem. Twenty four. Twenty four. The stack is beautifully balanced. It's like retaining a little bit. You better hope she doesn't move. I just stand and admire my own work. (laughs) I walk up and shove Vax into the tray. (laughs) As he's admiring it, you get a sudden push forward and clacking. All the the trays and glasses fall and hit the ground. You hear the the metal and the brass. Did it wake her up? Pike stirs. I never say you wake up still trashed, Pike, and still your lips numb as ever. But you're back to consciousness now, hearing all this clattering around you. Hey, did <laughs> hey, did, did you know? Did you know that I'm what? I was trying to stealth. <laughs> you are drunk. You are very drunk. <laughs> we should. <laughs> <laughs> we should head back to the castle. Yeah, Grog, you want to pick up Pickle and let's go get some sleep. Pike, what did you do to all these cups and trays? <laughs> did I do that? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. I'm very disappointed. You should apologize to the owner. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> the, the older woman in the corner runs the bar. It's like, uh, it's fine. <laughs> a flipper a gold coin. She watches hit the hit the ground. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome. All right, let's go home. All right. I'll pick up Pikey. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys all find your way. <laughs> you guys find your way back to Whitestone Castle to your respective rooms. Oh no! I sneak into Percy's room. Okay. Make a self check. Down for what? Stop white people. I'm sorry. Um, hey man, we've got 29. a rapper in this room. 29. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Percy does not seem to notice. He was just snoring loudly, face down in, the, in, in his oh, still down. set bed, just <laughs> in the bed itself. <laughs> the room is dark, but you can still see fine. Can, you have your, can I not <laughs> shove it in his butt? <laughs> <laughs> can I try to reach under and get it into the pocket in oh, the coat that I... Yeah, go ahead and make a sleight of hand trap. Sort of reaching around? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love you all so much. <laughs> sleight of hand? Yeah. Uh, 7 plus 15 is... 22. First of all, I need you to go ahead and roll a perception check. With disadvantage. Yes. Uh, full disadvantage or the You're new dead. You're essentially both. a dead person. You are, <laughs> you are You are. in the sleep of the dead right now, so you're rolling with disadvantage, and whatever you roll, minus four. Minus four. All right. Let's do like that. 20. <laughs> uh, that's a uh, perception? Yes. Um, that's a... Uh, 13. A couple moments, the snoring kind of... Can you stop? And wait for the breathing to continue, and you find the coat pocket where you found it. Gently slip the letter in with the notes that you found it with. Close <coughs> it. Step away. I'm glad you're back. Okay. Gently close the door. No uh, cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is yours here. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> all right as you guys go to rest for the evening sleep takes you eventually 
some of you longer than others, just because you woke up not, you know, not too long before. But sunrise comes in Castle Whitestone once again. Uh, the previously somewhat cloudy day is now a very gray sky day. There is a slight mist in the air, and looking out over the forest from the windows, you can see that the forest itself is a very thick. Uh, low fog and mist that uh, does cover portions of it. It's a cold, cold morning, and it's kind of a brisk way to wake up. As you guys all begin to come down, uh, you know, to eat your meal for the morning, as uh, the guards go about business uh, within the castle, um, uh, Sikora Asum comes into the room with you guys. I am sorry to intrude, uh, there is some new information while you were gone that I would like to discuss with you. When you're finished eating, uh, we'll meet in the war room. I'll be waiting for you. And he leaves looking a little spooked. That's ominous. Yeah. Let's just throw it back and go. Yeah, let's uh, yeah. chug and go. Okay. You guys finish your meal as fast as you can. You head up and meet in the war room. The uh, war room and down by the little... The circle by the orb. No, no, no. This, this is actually like like a like a meeting room in the castle that has been converted into a war room for planning the and such. Secret room. Yeah, this is where you've met with Cassandra and yes. uh, Allura and people in the past to just have to discuss about important matters. Um, just come into the room. Uh, there's the big kind of window facing out across Whitestone on the second floor for this room. Uh, there's the the table in the center, and someone's sitting there, kind of fingers steepled, kind of looking at the table. Thank you, please. Come in, close the door behind you. I think we should have some privacy for this. It's very foreboding, Rasul. This is an important conversation. Should we have this downstairs, then? Uh, I prefer to have it here in private. Okay. Out with it. So as you guys can assume, kind of stands up for a second and goes, Thank you for coming. I think it's time we discuss something of extreme importance. Inside check. Yeah, I agree. Go for it. Inside checks. <laughs> he hasn't even said anything. I don't yet. care. He's, care. I don't yeah. he's not. He's being really shifty. Ooh. Uh, Twenty-seven. Ooh. Hang on, hang on. Whispers. Also twenty-seven. Ooh. Ooh. Look at the big Check out the big Hello, I am Loot Crate. Please buy me. Oh, hold on, that's going by. <laughs> that's just got really awkward and really weird. Don't you think? Ashley, I think we should go down to the orb. Ashley, I think you should move to Los Angeles. Ashley, come home. Come home, Ashley. Ashley, we all died. It's just you now. You versus the dragons. <laughs> so, uh, assume stands up, kind of hands on the table. Assume, I'm sorry. I, uh, I don't mean to be insistent here, but if this is as private of information as you seem to be making it out to be, maybe we should go to the room where we know we cannot be spied upon. I assure you this room is safe. It's going to be a brief discussion. I would feel more comfortable downstairs. We talked about this. Before I continue, hear my words. Think before you act. I implore you. Understand that not all is what it seems. And I come to you as an ally. 
All right. Assume's eyes flash a vibrant green for a second and then become yellowish reptilian orbs. You see a hint of green scales kind of curl across the face. Now please, let us talk. Violence will not end in your favor. You have no plan, no trap. I am smarter, more prepared, and more powerful than all of you. I know of Whitestone, I know your tricks, and I know your weaknesses. If I wished you destroyed right now, I could have done it a thousandfold already. So consider the fact that we're even having this conversation. Is me putting forth a lot of effort and intent to have this discussion? No rash actions. Noted. Now, let us put our cards on the table, shall we? I, as I'm sure you've noticed, Raishan, it is a pleasure to meet you in person, slayers of the Hope Devourer and the Iron Storm. I need your help. (laughs) I wish to kill the Cinder King. And that's where we'll end tonight's Thanks for listening to the Critical Role Podcast. If you enjoyed this past adventure of Vox Machina, you can catch us live on Thursdays at 7 p.m. PST at twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. Is it Thursday yet? Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast.